Um, but I was like, you know, I just want to show how spending time outside can help us bring our best selves to life, love, and work. And I want to think about it as this umbrella of wellness in the wilderness. So I'm not pigeonholed into one specific activity, but also trying to translate wilderness into like whatever that means for you. Because if you're from the concrete jungle and you're going out to a state park or a national park, like that might not be accessible, but the wilderness might be the park in your city that you've never visited. And you're like, whoa, trees and animals. I don't see this in my alleyway on the way to my (laughs) building. Like the life in motion podcast is brought to you by actual outdoors. They help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. Learn more at actualoutdoors.com. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up? And welcome to episode 132 of Life in Motion. I've got a familiar face with me today, Sydney Williams of Hiking My Feelings. Their whole mission is to help people uh, or give people opportunities to go outside and explore and experience the healing power of nature. And I'm also super excited to announce that they're our January's nonprofit partner, which means this month, 20% of each purchase from IlluminCollect.com will help support their mission. Um, So I'm excited to kind of get a refresh on their impact as well as see what the community collection uh, means to them. So Sydney, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me back, Jeremy. Nice to be here. Yes, yes. I'm excited. Uh, excited to have you on again and, of course, partner again. Um, but briefly, let's do a quick little refresher of um, who you are and a little bit about Hiking My Feelings. So, hi, I'm Sydney. I'm the author and founder of Hiking My Feelings. And this whole thing just kind of started as an idea on a mountaintop. I was on a hike that was promising 360 degree views of San Diego. I got none of that. It was super cloudy. <laughs> Um, so in the absence of like these stunning vistas, I kind of turned inward and I was like, man, I'm real calm. I don't know what's going on, but I feel like I could take a nap and I shouldn't. At the time I had just quit two jobs in the span of five months. I was recently unemployed, newly diagnosed diabetic, now uninsured. And I was like, I think I'm calm because I've been hiking my feelings instead of eating and drinking them. So like (laughs) back in 2018, it was just like a phrase on top of a mountain. Um, and since then my husband and I, We sold everything we owned. We've done like two or three trips around the country, just introducing people to the healing power of nature, hosting storytelling events, um, and now retreats. We've been doing retreats for the last few years, and it's just been an absolute joy um, to see what's possible when you go all in on yourself and what you want to do in the world. So it's been a pretty wild ride, and 2023 is our five-year anniversary, so we've got a lot of cool stuff cooking for this year, yeah. That's awesome. And it's so it's 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 interesting how how things like this kind of um, they sometimes kind of find themselves uh, at awkward parts in our lives, I guess I should say. And then you are at top of the mountain, no view insights. um, And then, you know, you come up with this idea. So so once you kind of had that idea, hey, I'm hiking my feelings rather than eating and drinking them and, and all that kind of stuff. How did you turn that into something that you you personally felt into a way to impact others? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I think like I've always said from the beginning, like since I had this idea, I was like before we were hosting events, before I wrote the book, before anything else, I was like, I hope that if nothing else, like if we never help anybody, (laughs) if this ends tomorrow, um, I hope that this is proof that if you have an idea and you believe in it enough that it can turn into like lots of things and just proof that dreams can come true. Um, so for me, it was like the phrase at the beginning. And then two weeks later, I was hiking on the Trans-Catalina Trail across Catalina Island. And that's where I took hiking my feelings and like put it into practice. And I was like, 
I have this awareness that this is something that I do. Hiking, spending time outside helps me process. On the Trans-Catalina Trail in 2018 was where I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is legit. Outside of listening to podcasts like this one or audiobooks or watching TV, listening to music like just me, the sounds of nature and just surrounded by wilderness. I was like, oh, like I've got a lot of stuff going on upstairs and out here is where I can hear it and not run from it and not numb it and not drown it out with other things. I can just be with it and learn how to process it and learn a lot about myself. So it started with that hike and then I got done and I was like, okay, this is my second trip on Catalina Island. I was like, this place is magical. Like what the heck is going on? <laughs> and so I sent a message to the Catalina Island Conservancy. I was like, listen, this land has helped me heal in tremendous ways twice now. Like I thought the once, I thought the first time might've been a fluke, second time, whatever. But like the two together, I was like, this is insane. Like why do more people not know about this trail? Why is this place not booked all the time? How can I help get the word out? And it started with a speaking tour around the U.S. It started with just like a couple different REI stores in Southern California, um, just sharing my story. I was like, this is what happened on hike number one. This is what happened on hike number two, which, by the way, happened like two months ago. And like and I had it all figured out, except I didn't know how much would come after that. And so like through the speaking tour, I got practice sharing my story. I got practice hearing and seeing the feedback from the audience. Like when I phrase things a certain way, it goes right over their head. I might be using language that's like not the most easily accessible or doesn't hit in the right way. And then if I say something another way and people start crying and that's what I was doing at that point in time in the story, then I know I nailed it. And so like going on this speaking yeah. tour gave me all the language that to articulate the emotions I was feeling in a way that other people could understand. Because I think that's something that's like, really difficult about being human. It's like we have all these feelings and if we don't know how to work with them, then we're terrified and we run away from them. But I was like, if I can find a way to like take these pivotal moments of my life and put it in a language that people can understand, then I think that could be really powerful. And it was. So doing that around the country in 2019 gave me all the language I needed to write my book. And so I published that at the end of 2019. I was on uh, week one of my book tour at the beginning of 2020 and I was in Joshua Tree National Park. And I was getting ready for my first workshop with the National Park Service. And I was like, oh, my God, we are killing it. Like, I had big dreams going all over the parks, all over the country. And then COVID happened. And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like we had built so much good momentum in 2019, like going around the country, telling the story, because if I'm going to tell you that hiking helps me heal my mind and body, I want you to experience that. So we do the talk, host a hike. And then we went around the country and did that. And we were crushing like it was awesome. And we we're getting really good feedback. And like our social media following was growing and we had all this stuff, but we were taking people off their devices and into the outdoors. And then COVID made us like completely flip how we deliver our programming. And I didn't have anything online based. Like we had an Instagram account that was pretty active and growing, but like I wasn't like a content creator. Like I wasn't doing this for the purpose of having things for Instagram. We we're just kind of like documenting the journey along the way. And I had a book, but like I didn't have an audiobook. I didn't have like workshops planned like everything we were doing was in person and I was like what the heck so it just turned into this big opportunity to figure out one how can we make what we do more accessible just period because at the end of the day we can't do all these events all the events that I want to do I can't do just me and Barry like we're two people so bringing our programming yeah. online was a really cool way to be able to scale it in a way that people from outside of the places that we were visiting could access our programming and do it 
But man, I tell you what, it hasn't been easy. <laughs> it's been an absolutely wild ride. But this year was the first year, um, or sorry, 2022 was the first year that we were able to execute our programming the way we wanted to in 2020. So we got to do our retreats. We got to do our workshops. We got to travel a bit and like host hikes around the country. And it was just, it was awesome. So all of which is to say, it just every, like the short answer to that long answer is to make an idea turn into all of this is just keep listening and just keep believing. And we've heard more no's than we've heard yeses, but every single no, like I just turned my like scientist brain on and I was like, okay, at first I took no's very personally. I was like, this is my story. Why are you denying me? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is very personal to me. And I, I couldn't understand at the time that a no wasn't a reflection of my value, wasn't a reflection of the impact that we could make. It was just a reflection of the person who's saying no and their capacity to do business or their willingness to do business with a new organization like ours. So lots of great lessons learned. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you have an idea and you believe in it enough and you go all in on yourself and you just keep listening and keep re-navigating every time you hear a no, it gets you closer to a yes. And then the yeses kind of start to stack up. So that's how yeah. we did it. <laughs> a little bit of a whirlwind there, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the way I tell the story, it feels the way I felt in time and space. I was like, this is a lot. What is happening? And now yeah. when I think about what we do, like this year we really scaled it down. Um, and we're focusing on the things that are A, the most impactful and give us the biggest opportunity to meet people where they're at and deliver our programming. And B, do the things that we like doing. Because there's a lot of parts of every job that nobody likes. Like, I don't like doing taxes. I don't like <laughs> figuring out, like, the business admin side of things. But I also know that I really, really love doing the programming and I love being with the people. So I we just focused on the things that we love, which gives us fuel to get through the parts that I don't like. Like, yeah. business stuff. <laughs> you gotta, you, yeah, you got you to have that balance, right? Yeah. Um, so, and it sounds like a lot of, you know, especially, you know, when you first kind of came to this realization um, and then started everything kind of in 2019, that the, the, the success that you saw from that was probably from you being very authentic to the people that you're communicating with, which obviously created a, a connection. So from, from going, um, and, and I guess now that kind of fast forwards now, cause obviously right after that was COVID after you're planning out all the, the planning and stuff, uh, for the uh, retreats and whatnot, but how did you turn? How did you turn your story from a place or a way for them to have that reflection on themselves into actually putting that action out there with them and actually experience experiencing the same thing that you experienced? Well, I think what it all comes back down to is like this moment of clarity after I got off the Trans Catalina Trail, and I was like, "This land helped heal me. I want to help protect it." And so that's been the vision since the beginning, but we didn't really know what that looked like. So the the hard part of the question that you asked is transitioning from this is my story, which was successful. And we were like building a community around that. But then how do we make this more about the experience and less about me? Like this will always be my story. I As long as I'm leading this organization, that isn't something that I can get away from. Like that's how this yeah. started. And also... How do we create the space for people to have the same experiences that I had? And that's where the retreats came in. And nothing about COVID was a blessing, but there was a silver lining to it. And that's that we got to create the foundational part of our program. And we took all of the different workshops that we had planned to host in 2020 and put them into a 12-week program. So now we have 12 modules of programming 
And we started building retreats around the modules of the programming. So we have one for trail of life, which is our first exercise. And then we have one about limiting beliefs. And so we just kind of like listened to what was landing with the people that we were helping and then creating experiences once we could get back out into the world around that. So at the end of the day, and this is a thing that Barry and I learned this year, we did seven retreats this year and our programming's awesome. I'm, I mean, like, obviously I'm proud of it, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what Barry and I bring to the table if nobody shows up. Every single retreat is awesome because of the people that are there. Like, yeah. it's not the Sydney and Barry show. In fact, like, we take a back seat on a lot of this. Like, I'm there to facilitate, obviously, but there's been an interesting, like, transition in our retreat participants, too, as we get more clear on what we want to do. Like, I can see it go from this is an idea and we're figuring out how to make it. And like, this is the programming that I've always wanted to host. And where I felt that dream come true feeling was in Sequoia National Park this summer, because we were able to take a service project that did heal the land and mirror our programming to it. So we talked about invasive beliefs, limiting beliefs, all that negative soundtrack that comes in your head. Where is it from? How do we work through it? How do we reframe it? We made a list of like our top of mind beliefs that were like these. If if I was talking to myself like my best friend, I wouldn't say half of the stuff that I say to myself. Right. <laughs> so we make our little list and then we go out into Sequoia National Park and we do a meadow restoration and we're removing invasive species of grass. So we're taking physical action to heal the lands that are helping us heal. And it was awesome. So it's been a really interesting journey to not only just continue to innovate and trust our guts on this, but ultimately at the root of everything we do, we're just creating a space where people can show up. And it, I mean, we've had people in their mid to late twenties, all the way up to their sixties and seventies come to our retreat. Wow. So it's whatever you need, but at the end of the day, it's a judgment-free space that we have to co-create. Like Barry and I create that for each other. We need the participants to opt into that too. And they do. Yeah. So then it's this beautiful space where people like who don't ever have anywhere to talk or process can process. And for people that have a really hard time being present, they can practice being present too. So it's a really cool just environment to show up as yourself without all the masks that we wear. You're not your mom. You're like, you're not a mom. If you're a mom, you don't have to wear your mom mask because your kids are at home. If you, you don't have to worry about your spouse, you don't have to worry about your pets, you don't have to worry about your job. You can just be you. And a lot of people don't know what to do with that because we wear a lot of yeah. hats on a daily basis. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And, and it's, and it's cool kind of how everything's kind of uh, all encompassing where, you know, you're giving the people the opportunity to kind of be themselves that way, but you're also helping the nature and outdoors, which is providing this healing space in the first place. So are there, are there like any like stories that, that like really stand out, I guess, um, kind of impact stories from different individuals, um, that have just really like, you just notice the change from just something as simple as getting outside and, and participating in one of these? Yeah. And I think the like there's lots of individual stories from different people. But as far as like a continuum of the experience, one of the members of our community, his name's Kevin, um, he joined our Take a Hike Diabetes program last year. And part of that was every Monday, Barry, my husband, would do like a safety and plan planning, safety and training meeting for hiking and backpacking. So it starts with like the 10 essentials, leave no trace, how not to die in the wilderness, how to poop in the wilderness, like all the things you need to know to be like a respectful human in the outdoors. And then Kevin was like, you know, I've been putting off this backpacking trip. I'm going to do it this summer. And so he'd been putting off this trip for like three or four years. And he ended up going on the backpacking trip. He ended up doing another backpacking trip. He came on one of our retreats. And by the end of the year, he had hiked over a thousand miles 
Wow. As part of our Take a Hike Diabetes campaign. And then he came with us this year. So he came to our retreat or came to multiple retreats this year. And after our second retreat in Sequoia, we were going backpacking through Sequoia Kings Canyon. And we were like, Kevin, you want to come with us? And he's like, yeah. And so we just went, we went in backcountry on the Mineral King Loop in Sequoia Kings Canyon with Kevin, who the year prior was like, I'm trying to not procrastinate anymore. And now here we are. This trip was supposed to be six days, but we kept like extending our mileage each day to get to like a cooler spot to sleep. And we ended up doing a six day trip in five days. And this guy was just like, what is my life right now? Like, how how is it possible that last year I hiked a thousand miles? I'm on track to do the same again. And when he started last year, he was like, because I told him, I was like, you know, to get to a thousand miles, if you do like three miles a day, you can get to a thousand miles easy. And he was like, when am I going to find time to do three miles? And then he was at our last retreat in Joshua Tree um, a couple or back in uh, earlier in December. And he was just like, I just remember thinking, how am I going to get three miles done every day? And I'm on track to do another thousand miles this year. And he's been on like three or four backpacking trips this year. And it's just, we've got, we've got a lot of like cool little moments where like people, like you see the light bulb and you see them like understand things about their life or how they want to move forward. And all of that is so cool. But as far as like following one participant over a couple of years and seeing the milestones and the, and the improvements and the growth and the understanding of self there's nothing like it. Like if Kevin was the only person that ever did our programs for the rest of time, I'd keep doing this. Like that'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And, it, and it's cool. Cause I'm sure it's not only growing kind of their, you know, who they are in the outdoors with hiking and all that stuff, but I'm sure that also helps with their, their personal life, their family life, work life to kind of, kind of reset their mind with, you know, their different responsibilities, which obviously, um, uh, hopefully takes away less stress in those situations as that comes up and kind of, um, once again, kind of full circle in that sense. So that that's really awesome to kind of hear that, and especially the longevity of um, his story, and then I'm sure others as well. So with that, where um, I guess what what is on the horizon for this year as far as you know, what are the next steps going into uh, year five or six? Um, what what does that kind of look like? Well, I'll tell you what. So in summer 2022, I got an email from like a cold email to our general inbox from an executive producer at this place called Voice America. And I was like, is this, what is this? Like, who gets cold <laughs> emails from executive producers? I was like, is this a scam? Like, what's happening? <laughs> um, so we did a quick Google, not a scam, got on the phone, definitely not a scam. And they were like, hey, our research assistant sent us your website and we'd love to have you do a show on our network. And I was like, cool. <laughs> like, I've done the virtual campfire <laughs> podcast. Like, we started our podcast in 2020 as a function of the pandemic. Um, and since then, we've done like 67 episodes. and. So I was like, I've always had in the back of my mind, I was like, I want a talk show. And so here comes this email. <laughs> and I was is. like, what? What is going on? And so they're like, so what do you think your concept would be? I was like, wellness in the wilderness. And then I was like, and it just flew off my tongue the way hiking my feelings did. Because I wanted to think about n- not not like I, one, I don't think anybody's normal. So I, I wanted to zoom out from hiking and backpacking specifically, but I also wanted to look at people, not only like legendary athletes in these different respective activities, but celebrities, politicians, musicians, actors, like thinking pie in the sky, moonshot guests I'd like to interview. I'm like, I'm writing down like Oprah's guest list, but I'm Sydney <laughs> Williams. Um, but I was like, you know, I just want to show how spending time outside can help us bring our best selves to life, love and work. And I want to think about it as this umbrella of wellness in the wilderness. So I'm not pigeonholed into one specific activity, but also 
trying to translate wilderness into like whatever that means for you. Because if you're from the concrete jungle and you're going out to a state park or a national park, like that might not be accessible, but the wilderness might be the park in your city that you've never visited. And you're like, whoa, trees and animals. I don't see this in my alleyway on the way to my (laughs) building. Like, so just trying to think of like the spectrum and building off what we did with Take a Hike Diabetes, which was specifically around the accessibility of green spaces in the cities and towns where we work, live and play. And then also looking at the wilderness, like deep wilderness immersion is where I get my best benefits from spending time outside. So what is the spectrum and how can we get to all these different places through different activities to find time for ourselves and grow and just really feel into it and bring our best selves to life, love and work. So wellness in the wilderness, the show started at the end of 2022 and it's been awesome. And I'm really excited about what we've got coming up for January and February this year. And then beyond that. So wellness in the wilderness, like started as this idea for a show. And then I was like, Oh, but this is kind of like our lane. Like, I don't like saying that we're selling healing because that's gross, but like for all intents and purposes, it's, it's an easier sell. And I'm doing air quotes. If you're just listening and not watching, it's an easier (laughs) sell to talk about wellness in the wilderness than it is about hiking my feelings. And like, for me, as, as, as I evolve in my own story and in my own growth, like hiking, my feelings will always be a part of who I am. It's, it's the idea that I had, it's the name of the organization. It's the name of my first book. And also I've done a lot of processing. Like I've hiked thousands of miles over the last five years and I'm in a place where I am feeling well and there's not as much heavy stuff to process every time I go out. Like I'm actually enjoying my time outside and it's not only for the therapeutic benefits. Like I remember when I did my first hike in Glacier, I was like, um, I'm sorry, people hike for fun. Like I've been like <laughs> crying on the trail up until this point And now this is cool. Oh, okay. So coming up for us is the wellness in the wilderness tour this summer. So we're currently working on coordinating events through several different national parks in and around the different national parks. Um, we're looking at Zion. We're looking at Yosemite. We're looking at Glacier. We have stuff on deck for um, Sequoia National Park. So taking the show on the road and hosting events and retreats and storytelling stops and stuff like that along the way. So the tour is the biggest part of it. This collaboration with you guys is like the kickoff with our comfy hoodies um, to get wellness in the wilderness, like ramped up and ready to rock for 2023. Yeah, no, that's exciting. Uh, And and it's cool. You know, you want to be a talk show host and it kind of just appeared you know magically like it's you know kind of same way when you're up in the mountain that one day um <laughs> the, these ideas just come and they seem to be great so uh that's definitely exciting um and that and that so it's, i know that started at the end of 2022 how long do the episodes go until um so our f- pilot season goes through february 21st 2023 okay. and at some point here in early January, we're going to have the conversation about whether or not they pick up the show after the pilot season. And if they do, fingers crossed, um, they pick it up for a year. So then it would be okay. like, that's my time slot every Tuesday um, with the intention of we'll go do these interviews out in the field. Like we're going to get a Starlink for the van so we can have Wi-Fi wherever. Um, and once we get on the road, then like talking to the first people that live in, in and around these national parks, like the Blackfeet in Montana who live parallel to Glacier, which used to be their land. Like, how have they experienced healing in this space for as long and the thousands of years that their tribes have been there? 
And how are we doing it today? And how can we work together? And yeah. um, it's just, it's, I'm really excited about it. And fingers crossed Voice America picks it up. And if for whatever reason they don't, then we've learned a ton. I love this topic and we're going to keep doing it anyway. So yeah. either way, Wellness in the Wilderness Tour coming in hot for 2023. <laughs> And that also means everybody uh, that's listening now, take a listen to that. So, you know, we can get past the pilot phase and uh, go on for a year and longer. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, so, so speaking of which, as I mentioned, kind of in the intro of this, um, you know, we're in our, this month, we're kicking off the community collection with you all. Um, you mentioned the hoodie, you probably see it behind me as well. Um, Wellness in the wilderness. I'm really excited about that. Um, not only because I love the design and the comfy hoodie, but also that we're able to kind of give back to to you all. And like, as I mentioned before, 20% of each purchase um, is donated back to Hiking My Feelings. So with that, what what do these kind of collaborations kind of mean to you and how will they help kind of you continue your, your mission um, with anything that might be raised from it? Well, the, the biggest thing about the money that will be raised will be the ability for us to execute the tour because- yeah. Our first tour was self-funded. That was before we incorporated, before we started the nonprofit. Um, we had some really great sponsorships for our 2021 tour. And so we're seeking, like, we know that it's possible. We've done it. And also, one of the codes that I've been trying to crack, full disclosure, as a person who's brand new to nonprofit stuff, I came from the corporate background and startups. Um, and so raising money is a thing that has always been kind of a tough nut to crack. I'm really good at getting sponsorships because I did that in corporate. Um, but securing individual donations is a big focus for us in 2023. We want this to be <laughs> for the people by the people, I guess. Like <laughs> I am a person who lives with different mental health struggles in periods of time throughout my life and throughout the year. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's hard. Um, and I'm not like, we're not up here on the top of healed mountain looking down at all the people that are trying to get up here. Like we're walking the walk with like yeah. literally walking the walk with people. So this partnership means a lot to us because it gives us an opportunity to raise money in a way that also feels good. And I mean, like literally feels good because these sweatshirts are so cozy. Like it's ridiculous. Um, and also this partnership means a lot to us because it helps us build on the partnerships where we can go and host these events and then go support the indigenous tribes in the areas that we're visiting. It can help us establish relationships with the different land management areas, conservancies, the nonprofit arms of these national parks that we're working with and create more opportunities for people to come and do these events, specifically with the national park ones. Those are like the lowest priced uh, offerings that we have. And that is also where we want to start offering more scholarships because it's not always easy for people to get out to a national park if they have the ability to do so. Like if they have the time off and they can get there, we don't want finances to be a barrier. So whatever we raise from this helps fund the tour directly, but also carries over into our scholarships for these events. So folks that can't afford to pay for registration aren't being held back from having an experience where they could potentially have like a transformational experience yeah. and take that home with them. And then the ripple effect, it doesn't just stop at the event. Like the ripples go out to every person that comes to our event. Then they share something with their community and it, it literally knows no end. So um, in short, buying a hoodie contributes to the mental health of people around the country. So <laughs> you should probably do that. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it. And that's and that uh, that whole reason is really exactly, you know, why uh, we partnered with you all last year and then again um, this year as well. And, you know, I think, you know, your story is super um, inspiring and then what you're doing. And and as you mentioned, you're creating that ripple effect for all these other people and these these um, these stories and then they're creating their own ripple effects. And 
um, eventually we're going to be in the ocean, uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but no, that, that's so that's why I'm excited to, uh, to partner with you all as well on that. Um, and as mentioned, you can go to lumencollect.com to check those out. Um, but where can people find uh, you online to see what you're up to, um, kind of check out the tours that all progresses and everything else that's uh, coming up for this year? Yeah. So if you're on Instagram, um, we're at hiking my feelings. If you're on YouTube, hiking my feelings as well, smash that subscribe button. All those things that <laughs> the kids say. Um, and then as far as our website goes, if you go to hikingmyfeelings.org slash wellness, that'll give you all the information you want to know. Everything about the show, upcoming dates for the tour, the retreats that we're planning, everything's kind of living in that space. So hikingmyfeelings.org slash wellness. Awesome. Well, everyone, definitely make sure you check out the website, all the information um, as you've uh, listened or watched. Lots of great information, a lot of great inspiration as well. Um, but I wish you the best of luck into 2023. Um, and I'm excited to kind of see what next or what comes next and how we keep this thing rolling. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.